What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Put 30 on a Clock. This is Coach Phil, and I wanted to get into something that is very important and is very common in our basketball community, and that is the F word, favoritism. The issue with favoritism is that it has to come from an authority figure, that being your coach, and people have this opinion, like they really hate the idea of favoritism, right? And it's like, coach likes these players better than me. Or sometimes the parents are speaking from the sideline. This coach likes that person over the other. You know, coach is playing his son, coach is playing, you know, his daughter, X, Y, and Z. All this about favoritism, right? And you hear all of these complaints. But I wanted to dig into that because this is a topic that needs uh, accountability from Everybody from the coaches to the parents to the players, everybody involved needs to come clean about their real position about favoritism. So let's get into it. The truth of the matter is that coaches do show favoritism. That is obvious and clear to everybody. Right. And the traditional answer to that is the coach is going to show favoritism to the people who work hard to the people who show up every day with the lunch pail and the hard hat, ready to get, you know, ready to do the dirty work, the hustle players, right? Coach is going to show favoritism to the talented players, the person that's going to get them 20 points a game, every game, right? The skilled players who don't lose the ball when the press comes, they don't lose their minds, they're under control. And and as common as you think that is, it's not really that common. But anyway, Coach is going to show favoritism to the people who take this seriously. Coach is going to show favoritism to the people who can help him or her win games because coaches did not show up here to play competitive basketball, to just compete, to just be okay. They came to win. That Let's get that on the table first. Coach came here to win. So coach is going to show a little bit more love in the form of playing time and responsibilities and all of that, coach is going to show that favoritism to the people that can help coach win more games. That's bottom line, right? That's the common answer. That's the one you hear all the time. On the flip side of that, I'm not saying that that's not true because it is very much true. On the flip side of that, I want players to know that they're not crazy. Yeah, sometimes you got bad coaches out here. Sometimes coaches show favoritism for the wrong reasons. Sometimes it's nepotism. You know, they got a family member on the team and they want their family member to get more playing time than the next person. That happens from the recreational level all the way up to the highest levels you can imagine. Nepotism is a real thing. You're not blind. You're not wrong. You're not crazy. When you recognize it, it's really about how you handle it if you're not the one receiving the love, if you're not the family member, right? Uh, They're going to show favoritism to the kid whose parents paid a lot of money towards contributing to the program, whether that's AAU, whether that's uh, in high school or middle school or whatever the organization is. The parents who pay a lot of money, you might notice that their kids get playing time, even though their kid is trash, like absolute trash, (laughs) Uh, they put up a lot of money. They they want to get something in return. And you see that uh, it, you're not wrong. Your eyes are not lying to you. Um, it's not that you have to work harder to earn coaches trust. Somebody's paying some of this money. Right. You, you're not blind. You're not wrong. Some of the crazier ones. You know, what I'm saying some of the crazier ones. Number 15. Number 15. He's on your team. Number 15 can't catch. Number 15 can't shoot. Number 15 can't remember none of the plays. Number 15 is always late. Number 15 don't even look that interested. Number 15 does not belong here, but his mama fine. And coach is a sucker, so he's 
going to do what he can with number 15 to get close to his mama. You ain't got to like what I'm saying. You just got to what you see. I'm just trying to let you know that what you see is is accurate. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to know it's accurate. And I want you to know that it's common knowledge. Uh, you're not the only one who's aware of what's going on. You're not the only one who sees it. We just need to stop running. Number 15's mama's fine. That's why he playing. And yes, y'all can laugh about this in the locker room. I want you to think about that. Who's number 15 on your team? Uh, but don't say it to his face because number 15 usually got hands. That's just fair warning for you. But uh, <laughs> favoritism does exist. It exists for good reasons and for bad reasons. And you are not wrong for recognizing it when you see it. Oftentimes, the people who complain about favoritism are met with, oh, you just need to work harder. Oh, you just making excuses. Oh, you're not seeing it right. You're not putting your, your, your feet in coach's shoes. There's all these attacks to get you away from it. But to be honest, the without attaching any emotions to it, what you see 99% of the time is accurate. Favoritism exists for good reasons and for bad, right? So the, acknowledging that without having any emotional attachment to that truth is really what I want to get uh, across to you today because it's super important for you to know that what you see is accurate. It is true because just like anything else in life, there's good players and there's good, bad players and coaches have no problem distinguishing between the two. Players have no problem distinguishing between the two. But the only people who can tell coaches that they're not any good is usually the people that hire them. The only person who can say a coach is not really good is the person who can fire them. Maybe the parents, but you know what I'm saying? Like, how far is that going to go? Like, the only person who can say that's a bad coach is the person who is the authority over the coach. It could be an AD, principal. Um, in, pro in professional sports, you know, the general managers and the execs and all that. But who's really going to say coach is a bad coach, right? That's usually, oh, man, when you say that, they hit you with, the, oh, you're making excuses. You need to work harder. You need to stop, you know, looking for somebody else to blame, point the finger at yourself. Well, what if you did all that? What if you did work harder? What if you are? What if you did make improvements? What if you are not making excuses? What if you just recognize the truth for what it is, that two plus two is four, that birds fly and fish swim and coach is trash at his job? Are you allowed to acknowledge the truth as a player? See, the issue is not, once again, the issue is not recognizing what, uh, it's not identifying what you see. It's really your emotional attachment to it and how you respond to what you see. So if you just come out and say coach is trash, expect to be attacked by every adult, almost every adult in your circle. Expect to be attacked. Even if you're an adult and you're playing pro ball and you say coach is trash, expect to be attacked. That's just the way it is because society is like, yo, that's your coach. You don't do him like that. And as a coach, I, you know, I get it. It's like, I don't need you trying me all the time. I got a lot going on on my end. You know what I'm saying? I don't need everybody telling me I'm trash. I don't, I, I, I get it. But that doesn't mean that if you actually have a trash coach that you're not allowed to recognize it for what it is. I would hate to have you believe that your eyes are lying to you when they're not. Oftentimes when people try to convince you that what you see and recognize is not accurate, they're often the ones lying to you. They're often the ones guilty of whatever it is you've recognized. But that's just a quick sidebar. Now, 
Here's the issue. Now that I just told you that you're not always wrong. In fact, I just told you that you're often right with what you see. Now with that comes as a player, your side. Now what comes with that is your end of the accountability, which is that if you were being honest, 99% of the players out here want the favoritism to be in their favor. You want coach to put you in the comfortable seat. You want coach to give you what you want at the expense of whoever, because you want a spot and you want uh, certain shots and responsibilities and certain things. You have dreams and goals and aspirations for this game because you take basketball seriously. So you actually want that favoritism. If coach was 100% impartial, if coach was 100% fair, the way you often be complaining about, If coach was actually what you wanted coach to be, then you would be subject to replacement 24-7 because coach's obligations would be towards making the team better. And most players are not comfortable with that reality. The only players that are really comfortable with that reality are the players who know that they're better than everyone else in the gym. They don't really think about who could be transferring in. They don't really think about who could be, you know, this guy was sick and now all of a sudden he showed up and now he's coming to all the runs and he's better than everybody. We didn't see him all summer. You know what I'm saying? He just moved from another state. They don't really think about that. The only people who are uncomfortable with favoritism are the people who are not in favor. So if players were 100% honest They wouldn't say, man, coach is really unfair. Coach is sleeping on me. Coach, you know, he already had his team, blah, blah. Those complaints that you usually get attacked for. If you were speaking 100% honest, the truth would be, man, I wish I had the favor of 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 the coach that he gives to those other players. I wish I was in coach's good graces. I wish the coaching staff would put me in the same spot that he put those other players in. So now it's not about a matter of equality and fairness. You are now looking to try to earn favoritism. And if you can just change your perspective from begging from for fairness, if you get away from looking for fairness and you start looking towards how can I get coach to favor me, it will change everything about how you approach this game. You will stop looking for fairness and start dealing with superiority because you now have to be better than the player in front of you. Looking for fairness and equality in competitive sports is asking for charity from an opponent who's trying to rip your head off. It's asking for mercy in war. It is weird. It is crazy. It is wild. It's 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 unimaginable to anybody who takes anything seriously. You have to understand the battlefield that you walked into. This is competitive sports. It's competitive in every way. It's not just competitive when we put our uniforms on. It's competitive when you get to practice. It's competitive when you're in the weight room. It's competitive even when you're doing your homework. Who's got better grades? It's competitive in every single way. And it's competitive in who has coaches favor. You are competing all the time for coaches favor. So as much as this is a team sport, And as much as I'm, you know, you can check all of my socials. I'm all about this being a team sport. As much it is a team, as much as it is a team sport, it is very much an individual endeavor, journey, process to earn coaches' favor.
So if you're honest with yourself, you won't say, man, I wish coach would be more fair because that's not how you feel. How you feel is, man, I wish coach would have me in the good graces that he has that player or these guys or this these girls, whatever it is. You are fighting for coach's favor. Now, I just made a mess of a whole lot in a very short amount of time. <laughs> but what I'm hoping to get across and what I'm hoping to have dispelled in this little rant is that Favoritism exists, and we need to stop trying to eradicate it. We need to stop trying to run from it, and we need to stop looking at it like it's such a bad thing. When deep down the whole time, we want coaches favor. We want we want coach to favor us. We want coach to prefer us. We want coach to put us first. Well, that's all I have for today. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. This is Coach Phil. Uh, Let's see what you do with this information now that you got it, right? I want y'all to hit me up everywhere. Let me know what you think. Uh, This was a lot of fun. I appreciate y'all spending this time. Just like I say every other time, you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. Y'all be good.